Welcome to the Brad and Taylor Show. Today we have Josh May. You're listening to the Brad and Taylor Show, a podcast that inspires entrepreneurs to pursue their passions. We're sitting down with some of the best to learn how they got started and some lessons they learned along the way. Hey, Josh. Hey, how's it going, guys? Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here and uh, chat with you guys today. Hey, yeah, that's awesome. Of course. Well, let's get this show started. So tell us like a little bit about you, kind of like what do you actually do? So yeah, thanks for asking. So I, uh, I'm a residential realtor uh, in Grand Rapids, West, Mi- West Michigan. So I'm a team leader for Remax of Grand Rapids. I'm not a broker. I'm a team leader. I've always been uh, an agent. And, um, you know, I work here in the Cascade office and in, in Forest Hills Ada area. Um, and, you know, I've been in business for, for 20 years. We were chatting a little bit before the show. It's been 20 years. Wow. Um, so I'm happy to kind of dig into how things started. I feel like, you know, I can, I can, especially if you've got agents listening to this, we can share a wealth of knowledge of like what to do in, in certain markets. And I've kind of seen it all. And I've been a single agent, you know, I was a single agent for 10 years. I've been a team leader for 10 years. So there's a lot, uh, a lot of that in between. Yeah. That's awesome. So, so when you, uh, so you, you mentioned that you, uh, got started kind of in college, like how did the, like, did you have any other jobs before this or what, 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 how did you decide, Hey, I'm going to go get a real estate license. How'd that work out? What led you into real estate? Super random story. Okay. We're (laughs) going to go back to fourth grade. Okay. So (laughs) there we go. (laughs) No, believe it or not. I won the geography B when I was in fourth grade and this always sticks to me with, with me because I actually like from a young age, I've always had a passion for geography in general, like land use, uh, traveling, understanding cities. So I know it's a kind of a joke, but I always go back to that start when I was very young and, and really falling in love with geography. So that took me to Grand Valley State University and I studied, uh, my major was actually geography, but it was an emphasis on city and regional planning. So, you know, I thought I was going to um, go into public policy. I thought I was going to potentially, you know, maybe be a city manager of a large city. Um, that was the direction I was going in. And um, my junior year in college, I needed to uh, pick an internship opportunity. So um, I just so happened to meet somebody that worked at Remax Commercial. Mm. And they were like, you know, we, we have an opportunity here for you. And I was like, that's perfect because I'm looking to fill an internship. So then I was immersed with all things real estate as a junior in college. I'm getting my degree and it, real estate was not something I was ever real familiar with. But then when I, once I got into it and I saw the opportunities and I saw the, um, you know, the ability to run your own business, like really excited me. Yeah. And, you know, I've always been one to focus on, you know, you, you, you get back what you put in as far as your work ethic and hard work and, real estate is just one of those professions that you don't need to really be capped. Your, your work ethic and, yes. and motivation is motivated or rewarded. Um, so I, I fell in love with, uh, I fell in love with real estate at that point. And it was interesting because I had a chance to, to graduate and I had a decision to make, do I work for city hall or stay in real estate? Clearly I stayed in real estate and you know, the, the blessing of starting in commercial real estate, um, I was in commercial real estate for roughly two years. And the blessing there is 
you know, I was really taught at a very early age, like the, the intricate details of the process, commercial real estate, you really have to think like an attorney mm -hmm. and there's not a lot of gray area, right? Like there's not a lot of loose ends. Um, everything is very, very detailed in commercial real estate. And that was a really good way for me to kind of understand how detailed I needed to be in this business. Well, then I was 21 and I was like, okay, well, um, you know, there's an opportunity for me to, to kind of network with all my friends graduating college. These are soon to be first time home buyers. Yeah. And then I transitioned over the residential side, really fell in love with that. And that was kind of the, the kickoff to, to my, my business. Now, um, if you guys don't mind, I'm just going to keep talking. Okay. Yeah, That's go perfect. for it. <laughs> I love the story. Yeah. So, but then, you know, I was not from, I was not from Grand Rapids. Right. So, you know, I grew up in a very small town in Northern Michigan, uh, Boyne city. Um, and I came down to Grand Rapids and, you know, this is 20 years ago. So this is before like the domination of social media, um, marketing techniques were completely different. So 20 years ago, when you're 21, it's like, how do you go out and get business? Um, so when I switched over to the residential side, I actually um, got with some friends and said, hey, let's start, let's start with a networking group and let's try and create a networking group for all these people that are graduating college that want to be a part of something bigger. So, you know, I think I was 23, 24 at this point, and we started a, an organization in Grand Rapids. It's called Grand Rapids Young Professionals. Um, still in operation today, which is really cool. Um, but that gave me the ability to just meet so many people and we'd have events, we'd have like three events a month. And, you know, that was really how I kind of kicked off my career. So it's pretty cool. Yeah, that is awesome. really cool. And that's huge. We just starting out and coming up with all these ideas like you did, what kind of events were you guys hosting to the start? So, yeah, as I was mentioning, as far as uh, Grand Rapids Young Professionals and networking opportunities, I think there's a lesson for new agents and any agents in general. I, you know, I coach this to my team members and I just see it all the time. There's a huge difference between um, just sh showing up for an event or completely entrenching yourself in buying into those relationships. You know, as real estate professionals, um, going to networking events, being involved in your community, there's a level of consistency there that you have to buy into, you know, if you, if you go to a network, a networking opportunity and you, you hope that you're going to meet somebody that's going to um, help you, let you help them sell their house. I mean, very rarely is that going to happen. Like people need three months, six months, years of understanding who you are. So that's just a huge lesson that I teach is if you're going to be involved in the networking game, if you're going to be involved in community involvement, like totally buy in. And that means maybe, you know, being a board member, looking for those opportunities yes. where you're not just a um, attendee anymore. You're an integral part in planning. And that's where the relationships are really made in those networking opportunities. Yeah, for sure. I just I'm back kind of this year, the, the college story there, uh, just back up a little bit. I love the fact that you're like, oh, these people are just about to be their first time home buyers. I, I got them all. Yeah, that was a slick <laughs> yeah. move right there. Really, time-wise like, with I'm, that. Yeah. I keep thinking about that part. I'm like, dang, that was pretty brilliant. Hold that yeah. off like a yeah. pro. <laughs> well, I think there's a real opportunity for young agents. And I think, you know, young agents technically, um, <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of unknown there. But oh, yeah. If you really think about it, like when we're 21 or we're 22, like there's never a better time in your life to like 
potentially struggle a little bit in the financial department. Like I would much rather struggle when I'm 21 to 22 when I don't really have any expenses and my overhead is very low. And I know that if I just put in the work for a year or two, like I'll be rewarded in my late 20s, my 30s, my 40s. So um, I love coaching new agents because, you know, it's so much mindset and it's getting it's getting new agents to just see the big picture. Mm -hmm. And, you know, with real estate in general, there's so much buzz about, hey, you know, um, this is this is the glamorous lifestyle and, and realtors, um, you know, are just having so much fun. But what most people don't understand is, you know, there's an 87% turnover rate in our business. So 80% yes. and you guys have probably heard that stat, 87% yeah. of the people that get in the business are out of the business within two years. So I'm very big on like, I don't like to sugarcoat things because I do know the amount of effort and work it takes in year one. But uh, if you can get over that hump and do the right things in year one, I guarantee people will be, be rewarded in year two, but it's, you know, a big part of it's just self-awareness. And I know I'm kind of talking coach speak right here, but I mean, I'd love your listeners to know that, you know, one of the number one traits of a team leader, a real estate professional is um, the ability to be very self-aware and you need yes. to recognize reality and you need to dig deep into that. So just another another thing we could chat about is just being very self-aware of reality. Like when I was a young agent, um, before, the, before the days of social media, like I had to take things into my own hands because there was really no other option, right? Just as agents today, like you need to have a plan in place. You need to you know, you need to have your daily tasks, you need to have your commitment, you need to have your structure, like, um, you can't just show up and, and hope it's going to happen. Yep. That's, yep. <laughs> that, then you're going to fall into the 87%, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's Absolutely. crazy. Absolutely. Yeah, so, you have to put in that work. So you talked about coaching. Let's talk about more like your coaching, like what, what kind of coaching do you do now? I know you, you kind of hinted towards it here and there, you're kind of talking about it, but let's talk about your coaching. Yeah, I think it's such a great topic for any age. And I'm a, I'm a believer in, um, you know, real estate coaching. I'm a believer in, you know, uh, health coaching. Um, I'm a believer in mentorship. And I started um, with mentorship at a very early age in my career. It was my first broker. And, you know, we touched on some lessons. Um, uh, he used to coach me, he said, Josh, you know, the way you're going to make it in this business is you have to be consistent with something. And this always sticks to me to this day. He said, Josh, what are your, you know, what are your power hours? And I was like, what do you mean power hours? He said, well, what are the two hours of the day that you're the most productive? Um, and we need to analyze what those are. And you're, you're going to be consistent with those every day. So this is a funny story for you guys, because I know you guys are from the East Lansing area. Um, so he said, let's find those power hours. I said, okay, Dan, my power hours are from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. He said, here's what I want you to do. You're going to go to the office every single day from 8 a.m. to 10 a.m. And you're going to call me from the office phone at 8 a.m. And I'm going to give you until 8.05. But if you don't call me by 8.05, what I'm then going to make you do is you're going to, you're going to fill out a couple pre-made checks, pre-written checks. Now, um, I had to make out these checks to an organization that I, I, I disliked, right? I would have a very oh. difficult time if these checks were cashed. And he actually made me write $1,000 checks, right? I'm 23 years old. And 
if one of those checks was cashed, it was a big deal. So um, I never had a check cashed. And the funny thing is the, you know, I hope I don't offend you guys with this, but the checks were actually written to the Michigan state football program. So <laughs> that's funny. So I'm a diehard Michigan fan and there's no way I was going to support the Michigan yeah. state football program. That so keeps you motivated though, <laughs> but it keeps you motivated. And the lesson that it is to, I keep with me to this day is consistency doing something every day. Like you will find me every single morning at the same time at my office at about eight Oh five. And I need that. Right. Um, and I'm not saying that's for everybody, but we do need to find consistency in our day. And I, I think that's big as far as real estate professionals. So that led me down my journey of, um, you know, developing into a team leader. I, I developed into a team leader out of necessity uh, my business was growing and, you know, I, I said to myself, there's just no way that I can do everything at a high level. Um, so I, I began to take on some agents and some administrative staff, but I really didn't have the uh, coaching and or leadership skills to develop a team 10 years ago. And I said, I absolutely need help with this. So um, about six years ago, um, I hired uh, Workman Success Systems, Rural Workman and my coach, uh, who is a great friend of mine today, his name's Nate Martinez. In fact, he just dropped a book today. I think it's called Eight Ways to Dominate Real Estate. He just dropped it today. So that's exciting. Um, he's been an incredible mentor for me. And, you know, he's coached me on, um, you know, team leadership, uh, creating the right culture and having the right systems in place. Um, and then two to three years ago, I said, you know what? I feel like I've finally, I've finally got this and I'm ready to coach this to others. So I've been a coach now for two and a half years with uh, Workman Success Systems. I've got clients all over the country and it's just made me a better team leader. I'm a better coach yeah. to my team members. I'm a better coach to others around the country. And, you know, after 20 years in this business, it's fun to give back. And yep. it's certainly not about the money. Um, it's just exciting to, you know, coach to that and have a passion for it. That's awesome. So let's talk about more like, uh, let's talk about your team now. So you have yeah. a, um, how many people do you have on our team now? So we run a small boutique style team. Um, we're, there's six of us. There's mm -hmm. four licensed agents. We've got, uh, we've got two empowered champions as we call them that we used to call them our admins, but they are empowered champions and nice. they're really like the rock stars of the team. Um, Katie and Leah, you know, Katie's, Katie's are, you know, kind of our team CEO, she, she, she is the glue that holds the, um, systems together. Uh, we brought on Leah because, you know, there's so many things we want to do. So if you, if you really look at like who we are in general, um, we're very community-based. Um, my team is very much focused on, you know, being the bridge between our client base and the community. So you're going to see us doing a ton of community events. Um, you're going to see us doing uh, a ton of marketing. Um, you know, we've been in the video game for five, six years. And again, going back to the consistency part, like we're out shooting neighborhoods every single month. We've been doing this for six years now. We have not missed a month. Uh, as I mentioned to you guys, we just started a podcast called Living in Grand Rapids. So for me, it's like, I still, I still um, do help mostly sellers and a few buyers, but my role has changed 
more yeah. to team development and developing yeah. others. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where the magic is. It's, it's really cool when you can, you can take, um, an agent and <clears throat> I want to, I want to let everybody know that. So every agent on my team started from, uh, scratch, right. They all start, they were all started kind of from ground zero and nobody was around from around Grand Rapids. So everybody on my team is, is not from Grand Rapids and they all started from scratch. So it just goes to the limiting beliefs of you, like you don't have to be from Grand Rapids to be successful. You don't have to be from Lansing to be successful, but what you do need to have is a plan and a work ethic. So um, it's just really cool to see, you know, people on my team, Scott and Ross have been with me for nine, 10 years. And, you know, now these are agents that are considered in the top one, 2% of, of West Michigan. Um, we've got Abby who is rocking and rolling now and uh, fought through the pandemic is, you know, a young 23 year old that would just, just graduated college. She was, she, I mean, talk about like, I know I've been talking mindset a lot, but talk about like being a new agent and then walking into a pandemic and the real estate market gets shut down for three months. And you're like, Oh my gosh, I can't believe I signed up for this, but kind of a testament to her for like having the mind right mindset and the right mental toughness to get through that first year. And, you know, after, after the first six months of her second year, she's, she's already doubled what she did in year one. And, you know, that was all her. So I could keep talking about the team forever. Like <laughs> I love, I love, I just love who they are. We're all yeah, very sure. like-minded individuals and we're all very community-based. We all like marketing and yeah. we um, operate, uh, you know, our customer service at a really high level. That's awesome. So when you were like, when you first hired on your first, like wh when would you suggest somebody hiring on their first like team member? Would it be like an admin or like, when would that point be? Like, when did you go, hmm, I need yeah. a team member now? Like how could an agent now determine when they need that? Yeah, like that yeah. turning point in business where you're like, okay, I'm too busy. I need some help. What would that yeah. first team member be? Yeah, yeah. Well, so if agents want the fast path to like team growth, you know, we need to get out of the mindset of like waiting until we're too busy to add add a uh, administrative staff mm -hmm. because you know, even if you're only doing six, seven, eight, ten deals a, a year. Um, there's there's transaction coordinators you know you can pay per transaction these days and i'm going to highly recommend that any agent you know has somebody that is helping them facilitate their transactions no matter where you're at in your career because you know as agents we talk about money making activities and we talk about our dollar per hours um you know value and it's just not ever going to make sense for us as agents to be ordering title work or to be monitoring you know, the closing schedule process. So that would be the first step. Um, you want to really focus on the admin, admin side first and get that, uh, you know, get that plan in place because what you don't want to do is bring on an agent or two agents and you have no systems set up to help these other agents. So I'm heavily focused on the administrative side first and developing your marketing plans, developing your coaching plans, having your administrative assistant help you with marketing. You know, you have to show the value before you bring on a new agent. And then uh, as far as bringing on your first buyer's agent, I do think that you should have uh, business for them. 
obviously with a buyer's agent or just an agent in general, you want them to be able to go out and create their business. But my mindset is to make sure that um, you have a bit of an overflow of leads to help them. Because uh, I think, again, my one of my favorite sayings in this business is there, there has to always be an equal value of value received versus value given when you're creating a team. So if you're an agent, you can't just bring on a buyer's agent and say, okay, welcome to the team, figure it out. Yeah. I mean, it's, just, it's just not how it works, right? Nope. Like as team leaders, like we have to have the systems in place. We have to be like coaches. We have to coach people on how to, you know, connect with their sphere of influence, um, you know, open houses. We call them the pillars of business, right? So so many agents get caught up in trying to do too many things in this business. And we just need to focus on what we are really good at and what we really enjoy. Mm -hmm. So if I'm coaching a new agent, I'm saying, okay, this isn't about me. This isn't about like what I want you to do. This is about like what you think you can succeed in. Let's analyze those things. Can you be committed to social media and video game? Can you be committed to following up with your sphere of influence consistently? Can you be committed to running open houses at a high level? So we're, you know, I'm coaching to picking three or four of those things. And um, again, it just goes back to creating the value. So that was an incredibly long answer to your question. <laughs> well, I got another one for you. Okay. So let's say we have a, um, a this might, this might be referenced to like a year ago, but, um, but let's say um, someone from, like they just kind of got their license or they're like um, part-time for right now. Um, we all know what that means, but when, but then all of a sudden they lose their corporate job and all of a sudden they're like, I'm committed now. I have my full time. Yeah. I didn't have anything distracting me now. I'm fully committed. How should they spend their first like two months? What should they, how should they go about that? Yeah, it's a great question. So, um, and I've you know, been, been in this situation many times with new agents, so I can speak to exactly what I think needs to happen. So, First, for any new agent, you know, you need to have a plan in place. You need to have a business plan. You need to have a strategic plan. So as agents, um, not enough of us do this, right? Like <clears throat> some of us put together business plans and then we kind of forget about it for a year. But with a business plan, you know, we, ne we need to identify one, you know, why we're doing this, like what actually drives us, what mo motivates us. And then where do we want to be in six months? Where do we want to be in one year? Where do we want to be in five years? And then we're going to analyze, okay, well, here's all the opportunities in this business. You can do this, you can do this, you can do this, you, but you got to pick a couple things. So you want to be very focused on, on those avenues of this business. Um, and then I'm going to coach to, um, you know, really developing from a new age, and I'm going to focus on a high level development of your sphere of influence. And this is a lesson like of mistakes that I have made in the past. I, I ran a business for seven, eight years with not doing a good job with a CMA, not inputting information. And I just lost a ton of uh, business by not connecting with my sphere at a really high level. So I'm going to put uh, extra, extra, um, love into my sphere of influence because those are going to be, you know, the best type of referrals. Um, I'm going to map out, you know, what my day looks like and what my daily schedule looks like. And I, as a new agent, like whether we like it or not, 
you have to commit to some sort of prospecting. Now that doesn't have to be like old school calling expired listings, but you have to do something. So like every single day you need to commit to something. And that might be, you know, you reaching out to people on Facebook, you messaging people, you calling your top clients, you reaching out to for sale by owners, but you have to do something. And then I'm going to like highly hundred percent recommend that any new agent finds a great mentor um, to learn from. Um, one of the biggest things that new agents can learn is hundred percent through shadowing and uh, going on appointments with clients. I mean, that is the quickest way to learn because it's one thing to like get a client. It's a whole nother thing to be sitting in their living room and trying to give a listing presentation if we've never done that before. Yep. So as a new agent, I am 100% like connecting with people that are open to me, shadowing them uh, for home tours, going on a listing presentation, because, you know, that's where the closing skills come into play. So I think we touched on a couple things there, but those would definitely be a few of my guarantees that I would start with. That's awesome. Yeah, definitely. Especially when you, when you first start out, I know we kind of talked about um, having that almost like time blocking. You have to have those two hours. Yep. And that's so important that people kind of, I mean, especially when they're going from corporate to this position where you have the freedom, they don't necessarily right. always in, put that in place. Yeah. The consistency. Yeah. The consistency of so. those. Yeah. I a hundred percent agree. I mean, I call it, I call it my perfect week and I'm always working at this and I'm not, I'm not here to say that I'm perfect by any means. Like if I can get a little bit right, I'm doing pretty good. Like I always look at it. If I can get like the first couple hours of my day, right. Generally everything else is going to fall into place. But if I'm starting the first part of my day in the wrong way, like if I wake up late, if I'm not healthy, if I'm you know, if I'm opening up my computer at 11 a.m. or I mean, generally that day is not going to be great. So you've got to be consistent. You got to understand um, that this business is, you know, one of those things where uh, it's really difficult to crack into. And going back to the self-awareness, like it takes consistency, it takes commitment. And there's a reason why all the top agents like have coaches because you know, mentorship is such a big thing in this business. Yep. You've got to invest in your learning and your development. And as I started the show, like I've even taken that a step further. I knew that, you know, I've got four kids under the age of 10 and I knew pretty quickly that like, I wasn't going to be a successful leader until I took care of some other things in my life. So even as agents, like you can't show up for your clients unless you're be focused on your healthy lifestyle or getting enough sleep or drinking enough water. And I, I know that's going in a different direction, but honestly, like from what I've seen and listened to some incredible people, like in order to be successful in this business, you got to take care of yourself first, then you're going to show up for others. Uh, and if you can't, if you can't take care of yourself, you just, you can't expect to show up for others. You can't expect to show up for your team can't expect to show up for your clients. So it starts with you and then it moves into everything else. Yeah, definitely. I love that you said that too. That's the first time I've heard someone say it in that aspect. And that's so true. You have to take care of yourself. Otherwise you're going to get burnt out and you're going to get burnt out quick. <laughs> yeah. You know, I know, I mean, I knew all about it. Like I, I, there was a point where I was, I was, you know, working 70 hours a week and 
you know, I was doing a ton of transactions and I was like, and that was part of the reason why I started the team because I was like, okay, there's no way I'm going to succeed as being me at running at that course. Like I'm not going to be a good father. I'm not going to be a good husband. Um, my health is not going to be great. So you can do that for a couple of years, but it's just not that fun. Like, I think that you can, I really believe in this business. Like you can have it all. Like you can have a healthy lifestyle. You can have incredible clients. You can have a great book of business. You can be a team leader and you can have that fairly balanced. If you work at it, uh, it just takes constant work. Yep. Yeah, definitely. I know I have a question for you regarding coaching. You said yeah. when you were in the mentorship phase of, of your career and your coach mentioned to you, you call me at eight o'clock, I'll give you till 8.05 yep. or you're going to write those checks. Do you implement that? <laughs> I do. Yeah. I feel like I that is so motivational. You know, I mean, we're in a business where every agent needs to hold their self accountable because if I want to hold you accountable and you don't really care, then it's not going to work. Yeah. Like in order for you yep. to be successful, like you truly need to hold yourself accountable and you need to believe in it. And I, I run these programs all the time um, with team members. We're actually doing, we're doing something right now where, you know, I send a picture and it's a, it's in a very positive manner. Like I send a picture of my team every Tuesday morning, we've got some, you know, kind of prospecting goals. And I send a nice picture to the agents and I say, okay, this is, this is where everybody's at. And we've all committed to getting to a certain number every single week. And I send a picture, I keep it positive. I, I, I uh, congratulate like the high performers. Cause that's another thing as a team leader, like I spent years kind of being a little bit more on the negative side, like, oh my gosh, you know, I've been doing it this long. Why can't they just figure it out? Well, that's all part of like growing as a team leader and leadership skills is, you know, there's a fine line of motivating people or, you know, kind of degrading people. And we need to like push people in a positive direction. And so, yeah, to answer your question, we do it all the time. And if somebody needs it a little bit more than others, I mean, I ask somebody like, what do you want? Like, how do you want to finish out the year? What does that look like? I mean, we're always running really cool competitions. We go on vacations together. We do some incentive stuff. So we have a lot of fun with that stuff. I like it. That's awesome. How can, uh, let's see, how can uh, people get a hold of you on your, like, your coaching stuff? Yeah. So, um, I mean, anybody can reach out to me. It's pretty easy to find me. If you just Google Josh may, um, plenty of websites will pop up. My cell phone is on Google. Um, so just Google Josh may grand rapids. You'll see my cell phone on the right hand side. You'll see my email address. You'll see our website. I'm happy to chat with anybody. Um, you know, about coaching and the importance of coaching. If somebody wants to have a, a you know, 10 minute consultation with me, I'm happy to chat with them. And then we'd, you know, send them over to my coaching uh, crew at Workman and get them involved in initial consultation. But yeah, just anything in general, you know, after 20 years, like I'm happy to give back. I think it's important um, to help, you know, everybody in this business and learn the ins and outs and learn from all the mistakes that I made in the past. And, and uh, I'm an open book as far as that goes. So you can browse any of our social media channels on Instagram at um, MayGroupGR and then Facebook, you'll find May Group, Remax of Grand Rapids. Um, got a ton of video content on YouTube just to give everybody ideas of like neighborhood spotlights and podcasts. Well, I'll give the podcast a plug. It's living in Grand Rapids. So 
That's about 80% community-based, 20% real estate. Um, so lots of ways to find us, but sweet. The, yeah. Josh may. I like it. It's the easiest. <laughs> you make it easy. <laughs> make it easy. I can spell all that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> spell. It's a very easy, easy name to yeah. uh, spell and market. Yeah. So. That's awesome. Is there anything else you want to share with everyone before we go? No, I just appreciate you guys having me uh, on. I, I honestly, uh, I believe in these type of conversations. I'm glad that you guys are doing this. I think there's so much to learn as markets change and, you know, leadership skills uh, are fine tuned marketing skills. I mean, there's so many different directions you can go in this business. Yeah. And uh, I absolutely love talking about it. So thank you guys so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. Thanks for sharing your story with us today. All right. Have a good day. Hello. Hello. Are you Hello? there? Are you there? Are you there? Hey guys, we just wanted to thank you for uh, listening on uh, either uh, podcast or on uh, the YouTube video here. If you guys wanted to subscribe, that would be awesome. That would mean a lot to us. And if you guys could give us a five-star review as well, that would be amazing. And we'll see you on the next one. See ya.